0: bless you. God bless you. God bless you, people of God. Hey, do you know what time it is? In case you're wondering, you're right. It's that time, the God time, the word time, CBT time, change by truth time. And I'm your host, Minister DK. And I'm here excited once more to share the living word of God with you. You know, in this episode, we're going to talk about something that has probably never came across your mind. And that is, are you ready to stand before the Lord? I uh, don't think anything negative because I got to put a spin on it. But listen, when the time comes and we have to stand before the Lord, have you ever asked yourself the question, what will he be looking for? What will God be waiting to hear you say? How will he see you? How will you see him? Because the day is coming where we have to stand before the Lord. But in this episode, I'm going to reveal to you that you have already stood before him and you probably didn't know it. So open your faith and your heart. Get yourself together. Listen to me this is going to be an episode that is going to change the way you see things every time you leave your house in the name of Jesus. So God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Stay tuned. We're going to talk about when we stand before the Lord. poetic writing entitled When We Stand Before the Lord, Taken from the Book's Divine Insights Inspiration When we stand before the Lord no flesh will be allowed When we stand before the Lord, the truth will always bow. When we stand before the Lord, the enemy will depart because in the presence of the Lord, God looks for Jesus in your heart The words that you have used, the life that you have lived, the souls that you have touched will only speak for you. Because if you've lived your life just for you, you really have not lived anything that is true. When we stand before the Lord, there are no words that God will hear. He'll only tell you what you've earned and wipe away your every tear. Tears of sorrow, tears of grief. Tears of death he will remove if you lived without the Lord and did the things that you shouldn't do. Tears of joy, tears of love, tears of happiness. Some will cry because they fought and obeyed the Lord and in their faith refused to die. What a day when the trumpet sounds and we all stand before the Lord, eye to eye, heart to heart we'll all receive our just reward. Standing before the throne of grace, we look the Father face to face. What is he looking for? What is he waiting for as we stand within his grace? Maybe God thinks about what he gave and remember when it all begun. Or maybe when we stand before the Lord, just maybe he's looking to see in you his only begotten son. Amen. Well, God bless you. God bless you, people of God. Welcome back to CBT Changed By Truth. I'm your host, Minister DK. And again, I'm excited to be here with you in this episode entitled When We Stand Before The Lord. Hey, look, I know there's a lot going on in the world right now. We're looking at sometimes you could think World War three. We're looking at the end times. We're looking at prophecy being revealed. We're looking at God moving. Now we're looking at all of the scriptures coming together to dictate into to announce to us that this thing that we call the gospel and the life and the power of the kingdom of God. Hey, guess what? It really is real. And God is just lifting up his voice not to scare you, but to prepare you for truth. But in all of that that I'm saying to you, I want to say to you that it's important for you now to understand who you are to God and who God is to you. Because in this episode, I'm going to talk about the reality of standing before God. And when I say standing before God, we all know about the Judgment Day, and When we stand and we give account to the words we've said and how we've lived and we're in the presence of God and the great white throne judgment, I understand that. And I'm pretty sure you've heard that before. But what I'm referring to to bring into your knowledge while you still have breath in your body, while you still live and you still have a right to come into the knowledge of who you are standing before God before you're in the presence of God. See, we don't think like that because Uh, A lot of things are not brought to our attention, but I'm promising you by the time we finish at the end of this podcast, you're going to realize that God has seen you and you have seen God so many times in your past, in your life. Last month, last year, four years ago, you have actually had encounters with Christ the Lord, but you were unaware. That he was listening to you. Watching you and watch this. That he needed you. When you stood in his presence. So I'm going to pray right now. We're going to jump into this father. I bless you for these people who are excited about who they are in you. And who you are in them. In this episode, help us, God, to open our heart and to hear expressively what your spirit is saying to us. We love you, Lord. We need you. We repent for what we've done in our flesh, in our mind and our emotions. We repent God for not really even doing this one thing. And that is believing that you are that you are. Help us now to gravitate to this time that we take God to listen, that we might be edified in your power, in your spirit, in your word, in the name of Jesus, amen and amen. So people, we're going to talk about standing before the Lord. And listen, regardless of uh, how you are positioned in life and regardless of, of what your status is in society, when we stand before the Lord on judgment day, there is only one thing that will speak for us. And that one thing is the word of God. Jesus Christ himself, he's an advocate for you. God will carefully look and search your life, your faith, your character and your heart just uh, to see if you ever invited Jesus to take his position in your life. Because if he is not standing in your life. the, The question is is what does your life really then stand for? Hallelujah, what does it stand for? This is nothing to make you feel bad, but this is a reality check of the price and the blood of Jesus that was paid on behalf of you to be listening to this podcast and even to be breathing. The very breath that you're taking now is a gift from God. The fact that your mind is working and you're thinking and you're wondering and your mind is going back in your life. That's a gift from God. The fact now that your conscience. Is a gift from God. So we're going to look at this thing and we're going to talk about what it is to stand before the Lord. You know, I'm a TV watcher and I love watching TV and movies. And one of the TV shows that used to get me back some years ago was the episode or the TV show called uh, Undercover Boss. And this was an episode where a CEO of a company then would take himself and he would want to know how people were being affected and what they were doing uh, within his company. And because he was the CEO, you may have worked for his company, but never got the chance to know who he was because he was very high up at the top uh, of the food chain, so to speak. So there was really no relationship that you would have with the boss or the founder of the company. So what he would do is he would go undercover. He would take and put a wig on, mustache, who, if he's a male or female, he would go undercover and disguise himself now and come down and then get hired by his own company and come into the company to work, to have now people train him as a new employee for the job. Needless to say, in the episodes, the people that were training him didn't know who he was. (laughs) Uh, So they were sharing things, how they really felt about the company. They were sharing things with this new employee Uh, about what they thought concerning the company, how the company could be better. You know, and and the the boss, the CEO, got the chance now to see the heart of this person. Uh, The CEO could see if this person really had heart for the company. And if things were wrong in the company, the CEO could see if this individual had plans or thoughts that could make it better or to change it. Or in some episodes, the person that was training the CEO just didn't care. The point is is this, that the CEO got a chance to see the true heart. Watch this of the individual as they stood before him. You follow what I'm saying? As it is in the natural, it is in the spirit. This boss will take and go undercover now to get the truth. If the employees were really helping him. And his company and at the end of the episode uh he would uh, take his uniform off take his disguise off and he would now invite those employees to a um a decorated or disguised meeting and he would uncover himself and show himself to them and they were shocked that they had the chance to meet uh, the ceo of the company and did not know it and he would give them the benefit of telling them how they made him feel and how proud he was of them. And and he would bless them and give them money and give them promotions and all of these things in the TV show, uh, The Undercovered Boss. Well, and then I say all that to say this to you, you have already experienced that with God. I'm not talking about angels. I'm talking about God himself has already went undercover and has revealed or he has encountered or he has pursued you to see exactly if the spirit of the kingdom of God is in you, if the spirit of love is in you, if the spirit of evangelism is in you, if you are indeed your brother's keeper, if you really love and have the love of God in your heart. So to establish this, I wanna share with you of this word so you can understand better in in a more um, tangible way that I'm saying. Let's go to the book of Matthew chapter 25 and I want to start um, at verse number 33. Hallelujah. Matthew 25 verse 33. It reads as such, uh, he will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Talking about Christ. Then the king will say to those in On his right, come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance. The kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world for what? Listen to this verse number 36, number 35, for I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. And go visit you. Hallelujah. The king will reply. I tell you the truth. For when you see people in the world in these positions. And you minister or you give or you attend to them. You have done this very same thing. Unto me. Did you ever think about that? Did you ever think that God now. Loves you enough that he has visited you many times in this world disguised. As a situation, Now I need you to think now, I need you to think, I really want to bless you here. I need you to think and I need you to go back in your mind. And see that person when you came to the stoplight that was on the side of the road with the sign and said, please help me, I need food for me and my family, I need you to go back in your mind and see that person pushing that shopping cart on the road that has a whole lot of what it looks like junk and clothes in it and they're dressed out of season and covered up, maybe they smell bad. I need you to go back and see all the inmates that's been in prison and we have this phobia about their crime so we keep our distance. I need you to see the people who are walking and sitting on the streets and they're wearing the same pair of clothes over and over again. And it just seems to be a uh, God that they're just trying to jilt me for money or even see the people that come up to you when you're on vacation asking you, hey, brother, did you have a dollar or 50 cent or something uh, that they can help me get something to eat? The whole point. Uh, you can't look at these people, people of God. These are not people that God Ascending your way, there are situations that God has placed himself in. Because he wants to see what's inside of you. Oh, glory to God. What's inside of you? When you stand before God, many of us have stood before the presence of God, disguised as a situation to see if you would minister to God, to see if you had the heart of God, the, the love and the power and the compassion and the passion of a, Christ, of a Christian. Think about it. That was the word of God where he says that the kingdom of God was given to those that are his in righteousness because when he was now and he goes through the list to describe who he is, the situation that he was in, the situation that he presented to you to see if you could recognize the kingdom of God and the kingdom of God is never a person in the situation, the kingdom of God is peace, joy, love and the Holy Spirit. It is when you have the heart now, watch this not to see a person in a situation. Many of us don't attend to these things because I understand there are scams and people who are doing all types of things out here. And you might help somebody and they might rob you. I get that. But God is not bringing this situation to you as the kingdom of God. He's bringing a situation to you because you now as a child of God, you entail, or you contain the kingdom in you, the peace. Telling a person that it's going to be better. Telling a person that God loves them. The joy, letting them know that every day won't be like this. And because it is like this this day, God still loves you. You still have value. And the love. Love covers, the Bible says, a multitude of sin. See, what God is revealing to you is that many of us are trying to live right so we can get to heaven, but the reality of it is, is that before you stand before God in the afterlife, you're standing before God right now in your life, in this life, 2023 going into 24, now as situations that God trusts you with. God would never bring a situation to you that you were not equipped to handle. I remember a long time ago, uh, we was going into a restaurant, me and my friend, and we were going into a restaurant and a guy came up and asked us if he could have something to eat. And, and, and I had money. I've been skeptical about giving money to people because I don't carry cash on me. But I give them a word. But this particular time, a young man came up to me and my friend and, and, and he began to say that he wasn't from the area, but he just wanted something to eat. I never forget it. He was talking about how his nerves were bad in his feet and he had diabetes. He had diabetes and his nerves, were, his, his feet hurt because of his, because of his nerves. And I, I said, he's running game. He's running game. And the friend that I had with me said, hey, man, he's being straight up because I'm a diabetic. I understand what he says. And my friend began to ask them certain questions to confirm that because they had that in common. And so I told him, I said, listen, are you really hungry? He said, yes. I said, I'm going to go back in this restaurant. We're going to buy you something to eat. And I told him up front, I said, if what you're saying is not true, when you consume this food, you have run a game on the word of God and your situation is not going to be good for you. But if indeed that you really want God and you really want this food, When you buy, I buy this food and I give it to you. Your life is going to change to the point. If I see you again, you won't have problems with your feet. Took him inside and I gave him whatever he wanted. I bought it for him and he looked at me in the corner of the restaurant. He said, thank you. I believe every word that you said. And when he said that. I understood. That it was an assignment. I understood that regardless of what his situation looked like, God brought him before me and my friends so we can now bring the kingdom in to his life. People of God, let me tell you something. Can you imagine when you stand before God and you're trying to prove now your righteousness and prove your life and you're given accountability to the things you said and the things you've done. And the Lord now puts your life up on a jumbo screen, so to speak. And he shows you every time you had an encounter with an individual that had a need. And God shows you that in that person that came to you, the face of that person was the only thing that was fake. Their situation wasn't fake. Their need wasn't fake. Fake. None of that was fake. The only thing that was fake about the situation was the face of that person because behind that face was the glory of God. Seeing what was in your heart. It's time we as people of God come together to realize that God loves us enough that he trusts you to look past what you smell, what you see and how you feel and bless somebody that stands in your presence. That is key. It is so key. I remember reading the word of God after Jesus died and he came back and testified and showed himself to people after his resurrection he was walking on the road and he walked up on two of his his disciples and the bible says he was unrecognizable they did not recognize him and they was christ began to ask them what were they sad about and they said didn't you not hear what happened they crucified our savior he was a righteous god a holy god he was a, a pure man, and they hung him, and 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 it was a sad day. And then they asked Jesus, unknown that it was him, where have you been? Where are you from? And he didn't say nothing. About that time, it was time for them to de- depart, and they invited Christ into the house to have dinner with him, and when they invited him into the house, he took the bread, and he broke the bread, he blessed the bread, and he gave the bread, and He he ministered in communion with these two men, and they looked up at the table while Jesus was sitting in their presence. They did not know it was him, and he disappeared. Glory to God. And when he disappeared, people of God, hear me. The two disciples looked at each other and say, oh, my God. That was Christ. That was Jesus. Did not we feel our hearts burn with His presence? What they were saying is that how cold was our heart that we was in His presence? That He only He not only did He stand before us, but He communed and talked and ate with us, and we did not feel Him burning in our heart. How how congested is your life? That you cannot feel the presence of God in a situation that a person is having in their life because you're so consumed about what has happened in your life. Your life is not for you. Your life is not about you. Your life is not a medication for you. Your life is a testament, bread that is be taken, breaking and blessed and given to another that they might have their eyes open and feel the presence of the kingdom of God through you. People of God, let me tell you something. There are going to be a lot of sad people in the end time when we get before God with our church going happy, clapping, shouting, warning, all types of things in our life, not realizing that God has already come in your presence as an undercover boss to see what is in your heart, to see who you are. And you're. Glory to. Don't let your life be so full of stuff or things or places or stuff that you own until your heart cannot feel the presence of God burning. In a situation that belongs to someone else. glory to God. When we stand before the Lord. God looks for Jesus in your heart. He wants to see if his only begotten son is within you. How many times have you failed to provide the kingdom of God to Jesus dressed up as a homeless person, Jesus dressed up as a hungry person, Jesus dressed up as a sick person, Jesus dressed up as a convicted felon or a convict. Jesus dressed up as someone who is lost, who needs help. How many times has he presented himself to you? Just to see what is in your heart. Hey, look, all I'm saying to you is this. If God loves you enough to present a situation to you, That only means that you have value in that situation. I don't care about how much money you got. I don't care about where you live. Sometimes people just need to know that God loves them. Sometimes people just need to see you smile or to hug them or shake their hand or tell them that tomorrow is coming and it's bringing a better moment than your today. Take my word for it. The Bible says that we are the salt of the earth. That word salt means to preserve and the word earth means way. We are to preserve the way. So God can have impact. On people who need God. So what will you say when you stand? Watch this in the afterlife, in the presence of God. you're going to realize that you'd already seen God many times in your life. You're going to realize that God had already spoken to you in different situations in your life. You're going to realize that God came to you when you were so high up and mighty in your life, or when you had it going on in your life, he came to you at a time where you was consumed and concerned and caught up about you in your life. And you're going to realize That the life that you were so caught up that didn't allow you to feel the burning of God. Was just an interruption in your life. Bible says this, people of God. Whoever keeps his life loses it. But whoever gives up his life for Christ's sake, he then finds his life. The reality of it is you have two lives in one. Do you hear what I said? You have two lives in one. One of them is true. The other one is to disturb or disguise. Or to trick you figure out which life is real. So you can see God in every situation that comes into your path. Only with the life of the kingdom of God. Can we know God and follow God, obey God, believe God, love God, trust God. It's that other life that people are so caught up on that magnifies them. That causes you not to know who you are. uh, God in the kingdom of God. The Bible says that the poor will have with us always, but it's the poor in spirit that now inherit the kingdom of God. Not the rich in bank account. Not the rich in stocks and bonds. Glory to Jesus. <laughs> so listen, listen, I just wanted to share this with you. When we stand before the Lord. What will God be looking for? When we stand before the Lord. Christ will remember when it all begun. And in your life, he will be looking for the gift of his only begotten son because the gift of salvation through Jesus Christ is the only gift that continues to give and watch this. It doesn't continue to give to you. It continues to give through you to a situation that God has presented to you. So you can see that that person needs God father i bless you and i thank you for this quick moment to share with the people of god that they've already seen you maybe they didn't identify you maybe they didn't even recognize that it was you but the bible clearly tells us that we have an inheritance that been waiting for us because now we clothe you christ when you were naked. We fed you when you were hungry. We, we, we took you up when you were sick. We visited you when you were in the hospital. We clothed you, God, when you had no clothes. These are situations now, God, that allow us to reveal to that person or those people in those states that we have the love of the begotten son in us. So what will you do in the presence of the Lord? You will humble yourself. And give the love of the only begotten son and people of God. You will do that before you stand in the presence of God for judgment. For if you judge a situation right now, if you judge the situation right as of right now. You already have inheritance in the kingdom of God. So God bless you. God bless you. And God bless you, people of God. Think about it. Have you seen the undercover boss? Did you do right by the kingdom? Did you give? Did you clothe? Did you feed? Did you visit? Did you heal? Because if God brought those situations to you, it means you had the virtue in you to handle that in the name of Jesus. God bless you, God bless you, and God bless you till next time, Minister DK, look out. God's coming to see if you can see him. Until next time, Minister T, Minister DK, God bless. Well, people of God, I pray, I pray that you were blessed by that moment that we just shared. I want you to know something. I want you, I don't know who you are. I don't know where you are, but I want you to know God is concerned about you and he wants to pull out of you the real you, the kingdom of God that's in you. Listen, if you're breathing and you're living and you belong to Christ, that means Christ is coming for you. And I don't mean he's coming for you in the rapture. I mean, he's coming for you in a situation to see much you love God because let me tell you something a lot of people in the kingdom of God they love Jesus but many of them don't love what Jesus loves and he loves now people he loves people relentless unconditionally and without measure so listen the undercover Lord or the undercover boss he's already seen you question I ask you is, is that when he presented himself to you, did you see him? Did you see the face of the situation? Or did you see how the kingdom of God could change that situation? He loves you. So the next time you step out of your door, you're going to Walmart, you're going to the gas station, you're going out to eat. Be mindful that God is hungry. Be mindful that God needs clothes. Be mindful that God can be sick. Be mindful that he can be in any situation that your flesh can be in. And if you're comfortable with your situation, if you're comfortable with things that you have been bound in, afflicted in, addicted in, captured in, and God has healed you, released you, delivered you and blessed you, you shouldn't have a problem reaching out to that person in that situation to let them know that I know that I'm standing before the Lord because he can do the same thing he did for me he can do it for you minister DK until we talk again take authority of your life in the name and the blood of Christ God bless you God bless you and God bless you